Well, I think there's a belief, you know, uh, there's a belief that we think, uh, you know, eventually it's got to be your time, right? And, and you, but you got to work to make it your time, and you got to keep growing. Now, there's 31 teams having the same conversation with their media today. That's Mike Babcock, who is the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he better hope this is the time because there's been some uh, uh, rumblings that if this is not the Leafs' time, uh, Babcock may be looking for a new gig. You do not know what's going to happen. So this season better be it. By the way, Vegas bookies have uh, the Maple Leafs topping the list following the Tampa Bay Lightning for the most likely to win uh, the Stanley Cup this year. And here to talk about uh, the Leafs and the season that we're going into, Rob Lethe is our global news sports anchor. Welcome to the show, Rob. Always good to have you on. Good morning. Go Leafs go. Yeah, tonight, 7 o'clock. Puck will drop. Uh, Leafs are going to be playing the Ottawa Senators. There are no fewer than 13 different players in the lineup from a year ago. Um, Maybe you could run through the notable new players. Yeah, it really is uh, astonishing that a team that had 100 points last season made so many changes, but uh, once again, they didn't get the job done in the postseason. I think the most notable change was the uh, trade with Colorado that saw Nazem Kadri go to the uh, Colorado Avalanche and the Leafs got back Alexander Kerfoot, who is now the third-line center. And most notably, Tyson Berry, who is now paired up with Morgan Riley, has the top defensive unit, uh, arguably uh, like an A1 uh, pairing in the NHL now uh, on the back end, which is the Leafs uh, kind of has been the weak spot over the years. And when you add that to the fact that they have Jake Muzzin for the full season on the point on the second unit, along with uh, another newcomer, Cody Ceci, who has plenty of experience in this league, uh, the Leafs have the depth not only at forward, but also at defense and look to have a strong chance at finally making that long run that everyone's been waiting for. All right. Um, is this uh, Babcock's job on the line this season if we don't uh, pass at least the first round of playoffs, do you think? I think it is. Uh, this is his fifth season now behind the bench. And of course, uh, he had a, a couple of uh, free seasons there at the beginning as the team was, uh, you know, at the, at the bottom end of a rebuild and basically starting from scratch. But this is a team now on paper, uh, as you just said, the uh, odds on favorites, uh, second favorites overall to win the Stanley Cup. And even though he has three years remaining on his contract, that's the one area where the Leafs can make changes and they don't really care if they spend the money and pay for two coaches for three years. If Babcock doesn't get the job done this year, and there have been rumblings that he has differences with uh, uh, general manager Kyle Dubas on the way the team should be built, but this is clearly Dubas's roster and Babcock has to make it work. And if not, uh, they're going to have to find somebody else. So, you know, they've had the grace period for a few years, but the pressure is squarely on now. He was brought in to help this team win. Um, he has the track record, and he has to get it done. Last year, their weakness seemed to be the defense. Uh, what would the Leafs' biggest weakness be this year? I mean, if you've been watching any training going on. Oh, I think uh, they don't really have any uh, particular weaknesses Whoa. this year. The uh, the one weakness, I would say, is the salary cap. Uh, basically, what you see right now with this team uh, is the team you're going to see post-trade deadline because they really don't have the flexibility to make any moves unless they have one of their players go on long-term injury, which, of course, is not ideal, and mm-hmm. they would just be looking to uh, basically make a lateral move there. So, you know, they have no flexibility under the cap, but they have the core signed. They have great players who should only get better. Uh, you know, you have guys like... Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, they're all 22, 23 years old, entering their peak years. They 
they're only bound to get better than what they already are. Okay, you brought up Boston Matthews, Captain Underpants. Uh, there's been some rumblings on if he's going to get the uh, the uh, honor of wearing that C. And we understand that the Leafs have picked a captain, and they will announce it sometime today. We'll we'll see that captain on the ice. Who do you suspect that is going to be wearing that C tonight? Well, even before all of this happened uh, off ice with Austin Matthews, I still believe that the right choice to be the captain of the team, and I think the captain of the team tonight will be John Tavares, uh, just given the fact that you know he has experience wearing the C in New York, and he is a local guy. And even before all this happened, I just thought he's the kind of guy who has zero chance of embarrassing the organization off the ice, which is unfortunately what happened with Austin Matthews. And you know, some people will say this wasn't a big enough deal to, uh, you know, lose the captaincy if that was the decision. But I think it is. You just can't make those uh, decisions in this day and age. And, you know, I think a guy like John Tavares is, is the guy. Now, Babcock uh, has been quoted as saying, you know, there there could be some growing pains. He pointed to the St. Louis Blues who won the Stanley Cup after being last in the standings in January as proof that this is a marathon, not a sprint. And he said sometimes it doesn't show in the first 20 games or the first 40 games, but what you uh, just do is you stay steady on the rudder and you keep grinding and getting better each and every day. What can we expect for these first few games? Uh, I think over the first uh, few months of the season, I think the team will be engaged because I think there are guys on this team who want to be the star player. They want to be leading the league in scoring, and they, they want to prove themselves, especially a guy like Mitch Marner, who just signed that contract. And, you know, a lot of people are saying he's making too much money. And Yeah, what was that contract worth? Under, something like $63 million or something? Yeah, just under $11 million per year, wow. which was much more than the other restrictive free agents got. So he definitely has something to prove. He led the team in points last year. I think to, uh, you know, warrant the contract, he has to get at least 100 points this year, which is you know, no easy task, but I think that's what he's poised to do. And, you know, I've made the prediction over the last couple of years, I think when it's all said and done, I believe that Mitch Marner ultimately will be the all-time leading scorer for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now that's, you know, a lot of pressure to put on a young guy, but I think he's the kind of guy who's going to rack up the assists. And I think he's the kind of guy who's another local kid who wants to play here his entire career. And I'm not sure if that's the case with the other guys. Okay, let me ask you an ignorant question because I've never claimed to know a lot about sports. Um, but, you know, you brought up Mitch Marner. Why not give him the uh, the, the capital C? Uh, I just think that, you know, John Tavares is a guy who, again, has just had the leadership experience in the league. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's he's seen a lot in this game over the years. He's still only, I believe, 28 so, you know, he's not like a, a guy who's ready to retire or anything like that. But I just think, you know, he's a guy who has the leadership experience. Uh, I think being a center has a lot to do with it, too. Just a guy who has to play at both ends of the rink where Mitch Marner isn't, you know, relied upon as much to, you know, guard the front of the net. He's more of a breakout guy and offense only. But um, I, I just think Tavares is the guy. And I mm-hmm. think if Matthews, you know, I, I I think Morgan Riley actually would be the uh, the second choice I would have. Uh, he's just been really good with the media as well over the years, and you know, long-serving Leaf, and has been here from the start of the rebuild. But ultimately, I just think Tavares is the guy. Um, the Leafs are going to take on four former teammates tonight when the Senators hit the ice at the Scotiabank Arena. 
Uh, who should we be looking out for, and how do you think it's it, it is going to be for the Leafs playing? You know, their former teammates. Well, I think it's good that they actually played each other twice in the preseason and kind of got that out of their systems. They all talked about how bizarre it was. You also have Jason Spezza, who's one of the all-time leading Senator scorers on the Leafs this year, and Cody Ceci. So it, it's a bit of a weird thing. Like you're going into a guy uh, into a corner with a guy that you played with for the last couple of years, and or maybe uh, locker mates or roommates, and you know you, you probably don't want to pound him into the glass, but at the same time. You want to win the hockey games, so it's a fine line there. I think, you know, the adjustment period happened in the preseason. I think they got out of their system, but it, it is very bizarre to see this many guys on both sides of the ice uh, playing for the opposite team. Okay, finally, Rob. You know, we had uh, we have as far as the NBA goes, the champs uh, here in Toronto with the Toronto Raptors. How important is that for the Toronto Maple Leafs starting off the season that we're already in one of the champion? You know, we already have a championship team in our city. It's doable. Yeah, I think the belief has to be there, um, and a lot of people are picking the Leafs to win the cup this year. Um, I think they still have another step to go before they ultimately reach that goal. I think they definitely can win the Stanley Cup this year, and it was probably amazing to see how big of a celebration there was for the Raptors with that enormous parade, which I think would actually be dwarfed by a Leafs parade if they ever win. I've always said Absolutely. if they win the cup, they have to have the parade along all of Young Street. Oh, we'd have to, to shut the down the city. Like, it would have to be an, <laughs> a holiday. Uh, Rob, I always appreciate your time. i got to get to Tina Trujani, who's standing by with the Global News Update. But thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Kelly. Go Leafs, go.